everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And today we have on an old friend of mine, Kayla Albritton down in Central Florida. How's it going, Kayla? So good. I'm so happy to be here today. Yes. And so you're a mama and we knew each other before kids. And so how many kids do you have now? I have four all together. We are a beautiful blended family, but yes, we have four in the house right now. <laughs> and what are their ages? Uh, we have 10, 11, four, and two. Oh I had to think about that. Have you ever, <laughs> I oh, think goodness. when you get to a point where you have so many kids and they're like, when are their birthdays? I, I really have to think about it. No. Well, and when I have to call the doctor's office, I pause and you can tell it's a little awkward and I have to apologize. Like, I'm sorry. I need to think about this. Just give me a minute. You know? Yeah. I don't even remember my age too. So, um, I totally understand that. It's all about their ages now. It's all about. Yeah, exactly. So I've got you on today because I saw a post that you made on Instagram um, and just talking about what God has done in your life and just how he has shown you love and just how tangible he is. And it was so encouraging because when you, like we were talking before we started recording that social media can just be a thing where you're just mindlessly scrolling. And I was mindlessly scrolling until (laughs) I saw your post. And then it was like, wow. Kayla's awesome. We need to have her on the podcast to share what God is doing in your heart. And now you're broadcasting his love on Instagram and with other things. So we'll dive into that, but just what has led you to express your love for God through Instagram? So I think for so long, I didn't post about Jesus on Instagram because I think that I was just not only me holding myself back, but I think the enemy, like Satan was saying to me that I was not enough. So that's something that I really struggled with. I had, you know, just a lot of doubt and a lot of shame that kind of that I needed to be the perfect Christian before I was able to post about Jesus. And, um, so in my growing and praying and reading God's word, I just found that, you know, that's not what he's looking for. I needed to give myself time. I needed to give myself uh, a lot of grace, a lot of grace in motherhood and a lot of grace in my relationship with God. Right. So I just started sharing and I had used my Instagram to post about my kids and I post about my family and um, I use a lot of essential oils, but I don't know, just lately it's been so on my heart to share my relationship and things that I've struggled with just because I know I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just started sharing and I just put myself out there, especially think, you know, growing up in a small town, I just always thought people were like, I knew Kayla and now she's posting about Jesus. Um, you know, I had a kid at 21, I was unmarried, all these things just were holding me back and I've just prayed and prayed for God to free me from that because I'm only going to get the best kind of freedom from him. I'm not going to experience that from, from anything else. So, um, really he's been working on my heart with that to like, let go of those things. Right. I was preparing for this interview, just like, God, what do you want us to talk about? Like this stage is your stage. And I know Kayla, you feel the same way about this because we know we need Christ. Like we need him to fill 
all the places of us because he cares for us. And the verse that came to mind is first Peter five, seven. And I just want to know your thoughts on it. The verse is casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Just what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm, I just, that just makes me so happy to know that you know, the savior cares about me so much. And that's something that I had to learn on my own. Um, I think, especially in the Instagram world that I feel like you see a lot of people telling you, you are enough and to, you know, love yourself. But I had to like really humble myself to know that I was not enough. Like I'm clearly not enough. And because I'm not enough, that's because I need him, that he is my savior. Um, and he's going to be the only one who's going to satisfy me. So I really relate to that verse so much. Well, and two, I want to know what you talk about enough, because I think everybody listening can relate. Are we enough? Are am I enough? Like I didn't have enough coffee. I'm just kidding. Right. Like, am I, like life talking about not the things of this world, talking about spiritual, am I enough? And how did God walk you through that process of just defining enough to you? Well, I think that I was just having a conversation with a friend this morning and the world standards just tells you, you need to do all of these things that, you know, you have to have a side hustle from your house. You have to educate your children. You have to, um, have Pinterest crafts and these perfect meals and a perfect clean house and all of those things that I think that I was trying to identify with. And then once I let go of those standards and just knew that me coming to God, um, you know, me telling him I'm not enough, really, he's shown me that that's really all that I have to do, that I don't have to do these things that the world is showing us that we need to, and that are so important. Right. I don't know if that's making sense to you, but that's something that I've just had to really have to work on. Yeah. When people are talking, I just try to like relate it to scripture because it's so good what God is doing on your heart. I mean, it's, it comes from such a humble place. And so while you were just saying that I was looking up a scripture because I mean, you said it in the beginning, but you're like, once I dove into God's word, it's like, he will fulfill you. Like he he fulfill your cup, you know, but when you were just saying about going to him humbly. I mean, we can't capitalize that enough. It's crazy how being humble in spirit will move mountains because God's moving those mountains and we are getting out of the way. And so there's just James four, six says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And just while you're speaking, just the grace that's coming from your mouth, like the words that you're speaking is encouraging someone on the other end to be like, I don't have to do it all. I don't have to be perfect. And that's what you wrote in your Instagram post. That was like, Kayla, that's my girl. And just how is God really defining perfection for you as a mom of four and just all the things, you know? I've just really, like you said, I've really just had to humble myself and praying for God to change me because I knew that that's what needed to change the most. Something that I always read is Romans 12, 2, which says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. Um, And for me, that has been huge because I just realized that what I needed to do was to call on Jesus to not be defeated because all of my debts had already been paid. He already did this for me. You know, he died on the cross for us. So 
once I started identifying myself with that and that my identity was being a daughter to the king and that he loved me unconditionally, just like I love my husband and I love my parents and my kids. I love these imperfect people so much. And once I realized that I love these people so much that clearly our savior can love me imperfectly and that he loves me wholeheartedly and that he loves me continually. Um, so that's just been huge in my journey. And that another thing that has been big to me is I, like, as I started out by saying that I needed to clean up my life. It's so funny because, um, our pastor Dustin just talked about this. My (laughs) brother-in-law. Yes. He just (laughs) talked about this and we had just had a conversation. He, what he talked about on Sunday was it's God plus nothing equals everything. And that has just like been so freeing to me because growing up, I always thought, uh, Jesus plus Kayla having a perfect life would bring me to him or Kayla, you know, getting rid of her tattoos or Kayla dressing a certain way. And I just learned, no, I don't have to do any of these things, there's nothing that I can do to make him love me more. And there's nothing that I can do to make him love me less. Yes. So the more and more I sit in his truth and not the world's truth, um, it's just really changed me and it's changed the way I, you know, teach my children and it's just changed our household as a whole. That's so good. I heard, um, someone I was talking to the other day said, I realized, I mean, this guy like had a cocaine addiction, went to prison, like had a baby in prison. How does that even happen? And he's like, I realized that God was a whisper away and it changed my everything. Like he was seeking out God and all these things that, you know, power, money, all the things that you would think from the world would fulfill you. And when he realized that all he had to do was just talk to God, like, Hey man, <laughs> what's up? You yes. know? And then his cup would be filled like, and he can do things that are out of this world, you know, like he can do things in our hearts and our minds and just change our perspective on everything so that we have a new purpose when we look up, you know, I yes. mean, yes. yes. Oh my goodness, girl, you're like preaching right now and I'm loving it and I just miss you, but oh, I miss you too. This is so good. Okay. So what else is God doing in your life? Like, how is he using you? This is going to sound cliche, but I'm totally doing it. Cause we're, you know, old school, high school days. Yeah. What is God doing through you to broadcast his love? For me, most importantly, like I love sharing on social media and I hope people, you know, can identify with my posts and like, I hope that it gives them encouragement. But for me, I think raising my children in this broken world, like raising them to be lights is so important to me. Cause I didn't, you know, I think I started going to church here and there with a boyfriend in high school and, you know, it was just so touch and go. So for me, like to have my kids, you know, not only going to church on Sunday and Wednesday, but me modeling that for them, you know, me, uh, praying in front of them, me crying in front of them, me laughing Mm -hmm. with them, you know, that's just so important to me for them to grow up, you know, knowing Jesus so that when they struggle and when things happen in their life, they know exactly who to bring it to. They, you know, don't have to talk Mm -hmm. about it. They can, they can pray about it. And that's just so important for me, especially because of the shame and the doubts that I struggled with for them to be confident in themselves because 
it's just like a thing of changing the narrative, like us not looking at ourselves and critiquing or, you know, trying to change things about ourselves, but are them looking at, especially having three girls in the house, them looking at themselves in the mirror and knowing that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, change. I just said this the other day. I've been reading this devotional and it just, just was so heavy on my heart for us to change the narrative that we look at our bodies and see not us, but see that our God created us. And when we critique us or when we want to change these things, like in turn, we're, I feel like kind of critiquing the creator of our bodies. So I just really want to raise kids that go to school and share God's love girls that love their bodies and, you know, don't want to be like a model on Instagram or anything that they just love themselves and they're confident in themselves. Yes. Yes. Their character, their character, you know, their character is what is beautiful. And obviously they're beautiful too. I mean, come on, like your kids are gorgeous, but (laughs) yeah, their character, like, Oh, I pray that for my boys as well. That's amazing. Well, and I wanted to ask you what you mentioned earlier about crying in front of your kids. Like I really would like to know, cause you're a mom who has kids who are a little older than mine crying in front of my kids, like I've done it before. I swear, like it was just a moment. I was having a moment and my son was like, mommy, it's okay. You know, why yes. do you cry in front of your kids and explain, like, how does that even work to where it's okay to cry in front of your kids? Can you help out a younger mom with some advice for real? Well, I, I'm surely not doing it perfect. And my kids probably see me cry more than typical moms. I think just because like we are homeschooling, we are together all day, every day. So, you know, they see it, but for me, like, I want it to be, I think sometimes raising kids, we want them to be perfect and Mm -hmm. like, you know, these robots. And so for me, if I, if I'm having a hard day, like I will straight up tell them like, you guys, I am really having a hard day. I've said to them, can you pray with me? They've seen me cry. And for them, I just want them to know, like, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Like we're going to have hard days. And when we are having these hard days, like, you know, talk to God, like pray to God. And I don't ever want them to think that they're not allowed to have bad days, that they're not allowed to cry, you know. So they probably see it. They probably see it more than they should, but it's also like exactly what you said that they are learning to like comfort people too. And, you know, one day maybe they'll put their hand on me and say, mom, let's, let's pray together. Like, yes, I I just want to be really open with them. And as much as I start responding to them like that, you know, maybe they'll learn and me doing it to them that, that they'll respond to others like that. I mean, if they see someone crying at the playground, one right. day I'd love them to respond that way too. That's awesome. Yes, girl. Yes. Like let's make little world changers or like yes. through us. Let's, let's do it. Let's make little world yes. changers. So, um, the other, this is kind of a bonus question for anybody listening. You guys are going to love this. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Kayla, you posted, I think it was a year or two ago that your family created a mission statement and girl, when I saw that post, I went and wrote a mission statement for our family and it doesn't make any sense and I need to rewrite it. But can you just tell us about 
why you guys created a family mission statement and what that's done for your family since then. Yes. So uh, we homeschooled last year for, you know, I just felt like that was the best choice for us. But before that, my kids went to Woodlawn Elementary um, here in Sebring. And I cannot say enough good things about that school and their administration. And they put on this little contest. Every classroom has a mission statement. And I just thought that was so cool. And the kids sit down with their teachers in the beginning of the year and make it. So we had never done that. And so they did a little challenge or a contest for families to do the same. So we sat down and for us, we were throwing out ideas and, you know, there were some that were crazy, but we felt that every person was able to contribute one thing that they felt strongly should be included in the mission statement. So I thought it was like, a really fun thing to do for the kids to hear what was important to them in our family, for my husband to express it in front of them, what he thought was important. And, you know, we kind of all collectively agreed that the most important was that we serve Jesus. Um, But I'll read you the rest really fast. It's kind of funny and cute. In this family, we serve Jesus. We act in kindness. We protect each other and keep our home, our safe place. Show grace even when we are a hot mess. Um, Always eat dinner together at the table. Love unicorns. Seek new adventures. And then the ending was we are the all Britain. So it's something that's been really special to us. Not everyone loves unicorns still, but most of it is still true to this day. Okay. So for someone applying to to this, to their family at home, you know, kind of like a challenge, a podcast challenge, you know, um, you started off with in this family, we, is that how you started? Yes. Yes, In this family. Okay. And we serve Jesus. We serve Jesus. And then everybody adds in something. We love unicorns. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) It's funny because for anyone that knows us, I would like yes. people to sit around and guess which one said which. I mean, I mean, clearly at that time, Bella was very into unicorns. Cypress, I don't even think she was a part of the conversation then. So we should probably do like a whole family meeting where we, you know, add in her suggestion. Should She would probably keep that one. That's but it's just all, yeah. funny to think for people to guess who said what. Who said what. We are a hot <laughs> yeah. mess. Amen. I mean, we- Clearly that one came from me, but the rest, oh, it's so funny to look up. My kids would say that they'd be like, mom is a hot mess, but that is their mission statement. I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so everybody adds something. And then at the end you say, we are the blank family. Okay. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's kind of what we did. I, I don't even remember if everyone kind of followed the same you know, structure, but yeah, that's what we did. And I thought it was kind of fun. It was definitely hilarious listening, listening to what the kids said. Oh yeah. Actually Tucker was the one who said protect each other. And I thought that was kind of neat. Just hearing a little boy in the house say that, especially with three, three little girls, who's going to have to protect and (laughs) keep safe. That would have made me cry. That would have, I know. (laughs) I know. Well, um, okay. So the last question I love to ask our guests is, and I'm so excited to hear yours, um, just mama for homeschooling, like what has, what does God have going on in your life? You know? So what Bible verse is helping you in this season, Kayla? 
So I think it definitely changes every season. But for me right now, my anthem has been Philippians 4, 6. Um, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Mm. Um, Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Mm. And that's just, just been my anthem right now, just with having four kids and um, there are a lot of worries, but I've just really been trying to train myself to stop worrying about it and just pray about it, have conversations with it. And then the more and more I thank him for things that really has changed my heart. And something that I think has been, I don't even remember where I heard it. And this, I don't want this to sound like cheesy or cliche, but it has been like an amazing time for me when I fold laundry at home and I'm touching those little pieces of clothing, or even if I'm having a hard day with one of the kids, if I'm folding their things, I pick up a piece and I pray over their clothes as I'm folding it. If I pick up a shirt, I'm like, and I'm talking about my son, I'm like, thank you so much God for his independent spirit. And I'll pick it up and I'll say, thank you so much for blessing me with a son. And I just pray over each piece of clothing and it sounds crazy, but on my hardest days, that has been like, like my saving grace. So I don't know if you're having hard days and you're a stay at home mom, just, you know, thank God for them over each piece of clothing and, you know, pray over those worries as you do it, just because our life is so busy and Sometimes I don't always have the quiet time like I should. Um, So that's just been really good and really life-changing for me. Yes. Well, you're keeping that dialogue open. Like it doesn't end when you go to sleep, you know, like you wake up and the dialogue continues in the day, just like folding your clothes. We're continuing to talk to God. We're continuing to have that conversation with him. And, and that's so good. That's so the gratitude is life-changing. It changes everything. Like it changes, it changes my attitude. It changes my perspective. It changes my heart. It really does. And I'm going to be honest. I don't like folding laundry. I really don't. Yeah. I don't like one of my least favorite chores. So I don't know why it's just been huge. So yeah, even on my hardest days, I have to find the, I always say I try and put my rose colored glasses on and try and find the good, even in them, even when I'm folding my husband's clothes, like just focus on the good and, you know, just thanking God for all he's done for me. That's good. Um, Kayla, how do we connect with you online? Um, So I have Instagram. That's probably where I'm most active. And it's just my name, Kayla. It's spelled weird. My mom wanted me to be different. Uh, Your mom is awesome. Sorry. (laughs) Shout out to your mom. (laughs) I know she's hilarious. I think she's the star of my Instagram. I think people want to see more of Heather. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. How do we, sorry. I'm like cutting you off for your mom, but (laughs) no, it's fine. Um, it's my name, Kayla, K-A-I-L-A and then all Britain with one L. Yes. Cause I know there's lots of different spellings. I love it. But yeah. So great. Okay. So Kayla Albert and, and you do have essential oils up. So I know we like to have the essential oils on in our house. It helps with breathing. Yes. I literally yes. lathered myself before this, My actually I'm going to be honest that I really had to lean in my fear through this. I even had a stomach ache. I was putting digest on my stomach this morning, but I'm so <laughs> glad that I did it. 
I really am. Oh, that's good. Okay. So you want, if you have essential oils questions too, like you can ask Kayla about Jesus kids and essential oils on her Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. I I think my bio says that I'm fueled by Jesus coffee, thrifting, and probably a little bit of essential oils. (laughs) Yes. Thrifting. We didn't even go there, but we'll like, I just love it so much. Why is it so much fun? (laughs) It really is. It really is the best. I took my kids the other day and I'm like, you really have to look for these treasures here. You have to spend some time, but it's so rewarding. (laughs) I'm like laughing so hard because it's like, right. I would like to go to a thrift store when we get done talking, but anyway, so I love you. I just love just being myself around you. I feel like we're going back to the good old days, but anyway, are yes. Um, at the end of every podcast, I always pray, Lord, I pray we decrease and God, you increase in our lives in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Sister. So good talking to you. You too. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest.